0: Welcome to The Real O Show Podcast. Joining us today is rapper, entrepreneur, and West Coast Rising star, LaRussell. He has been very outspoken about record labels taking advantage of artists and making one-sided deals. To change this, he started a pay-as-you-can concert platform called Good Company. To empower independent artists and help decentralize the music industry. We also discuss how Drewski and Kudabin Records are known for transparency, unlike legacy music companies. As always, if you enjoy the show, subscribe for new podcasts every Tuesday morning. And if you get value out of this, share with a friend. Thank you.
1: I got for my balls. I gotta this gold. I tell you I'm on a get all this dope. We ain't no, niggas, no. I swear to God, we the in the Man, if you know, then you know.
0: Welcome back. Joining us today, we have a very, very special guest la russell artist entrepreneur voice of musicians everywhere um and honestly like this is actually an exciting moment because i think you talk about a lot of things that most people don't talk about and it's like you just go to your instagram page and this is what i talk a lot about with artists i don't think artists voice their opinion enough about life about their life and about the music game in general now you talk a lot about like record labels and the deals being bad. What inspired you to like want to voice that? Because it's kind of like a
2: something people don't talk about. So like, what pushed you to go do that? Um, getting a bad deal. <laughs> that's hey, that's I just that works. Kinda, I just share my life experiences, and of if I got a good deal. I talk about that. But if I get a bad deal, I talk about that as well. If I get treated well, I talk about that. If I get treated poorly, I talk about that too. So I'm just sharing what I experience in life. I'm not like picking specific things to communicate on. It's just like, this is what happened, you know? And then we we just share a story. We get in interviews and get the question and I just answer it transparently. Could you break down a good deal that a
3: record label would give and a bad deal someone would get? Like what's the difference between someone getting a good record deal and a bad record deal?
2: I think the difference is who's on the other end of the deal. No deal is inherently good or bad depending on where you are in your career and what you want. There's some artists who a deal that's bad for me may be great for them because of the situation they're in and they just need to get out of it. Right. Um. But for me, a bad deal is any deal that doesn't consider what – what I want or was valuable or necessary to me for me to thrive in my career. Or if you ask me what I want and I tell you a bunch of things that I want and you send me something opposite of that, that's a bad deal. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, right.
0: Makes a lot. Have you, have you received any backlash from like speaking out? Like have you like consciously noticed like, oh, like these people don't fuck with me now because you know, I said this at this one point on Um, this one show,
2: not necessarily backlash, but energy shifts for sure. There, there's some rooms that we go into and the energy isn't uh, the same, which, you know, I don't expect it to be. If you know what you've done and I've said something about what you've done, I don't expect you to smile every time you see me. I know, you know, Um, but not necessarily any backlash, you know, it's just, it is what it is. I've never dissed anyone. I just speak on what you did. So if you have a problem with what you did, then that's your (laughs) fault, not
0: mine. That's super real. And I think one of the coolest things you do, um, just like from some of the research I've done, how are you able to throw a
2: concert for one dollar? <laughs> well, uh, I'm not able to throw up for one dollar. I'm able to throw up for a bunch of various dollar amounts, so if everyone came and just gave me a dollar, I'd probably be a bit disappointed. But I know that people take care of me, so some people give me a dollar and some people give me a thousand dollars and some give me a hundred and twenty and thirty and fifty. so I've opened the range for you to be able to give me a various set of amounts um yeah, if everyone just gave me a dollar, I'd probably be like, damn, I wouldn't do a show there again. <laughs> <Can> I, he, <laughs> I, I I like I think that is
0: such an incredible thing. So the company is called Good Company. Yep. Spelled Penny, yep. which is like, you know, a little on it. I like you know. it. I like it. So talk about the company. And then also I'm curious about like Are record labels, are concert venues like mad at you because you're doing this way? Because you are decentralizing concerts. Whereas, like, it used to be like, you got to pay this if you want to get in the door. And you've kind of been like, Nah, fuck that. Give me a dollar, I'll get some dollars from here to then open it up to these artists. So kind of go through those two things. Before you do that,
3: can you actually just explain the structure for people that have zero idea what you mean by like going to your concert for one dollar? Can you explain the 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 process of how someone might give you one dollar and somebody might give you a thousand dollars to go to your show? Can you just explain like that process? Yeah.
2: So we created a sliding scale ability. So um before I met with my partner, Brema, we used to do it all through an Excel spreadsheet. And me and Tieta would have to go through each offer. We basically created a link in our bio for people to go and enter an offer, what they're willing to pay for the show. And we'd go through and accept or deny and send an email. And they'd have to pay through Cash App, PayPal, Venmo, whatever form. And then eventually I met my partner, Brema, and uh he started a ticketing website called What's TBA. And I came to him and I was like, yo. I have this business model that I'm building. I could really use support. So we end up building a whole side called Offer Base, where now you can just go online, put the amount you're willing to pay, it'll come to me, and I can accept or deny. So right. the process is just like buying a standard ticket. The only difference is I get to choose whether I accept that offer or interesting. not.
0: Very interesting. Very. Got it. So now that you kind of gave that background, what have you heard seen from like the record labels and concert venues because you are decentralizing it for these artists like what has been that experience like whether it's positive or negative
2: um i get a lot of praise you know the thing with the labels uh record labels are ran by humans right the people who work at label are regular humans and most of them are inspired whether they have the power or not to support it and get behind it is different but they're always inspired and you know because it's new and um you know, I've been talking to uh Live Nation just recently and they're inspired and they want to be a part of things that are innovative and new and help build things like this. It just never has happened. So I don't get a lot of um people aren't upset I'm doing it, especially because it's like an anomaly. And yeah. they know they know that. Everyone can do it, but everyone won't do it, right? right. So it doesn't – it's not hindering their progress or the business, but I think it is important for people to start embracing this, this new wave because it is the way. Everyone can't afford to pay $300, $400 to go see someone. And everyone shouldn't have had to. I was going to go to um, – A Rod Wave concert one time. Shout out Rod Wave. Oh my goodness. I was going to buy like four tickets for me and the homies, but the fees attached to the tickets was the same amount as tickets. And it was like, it made me just like, not want to go and it's ruining artists because he doesn't know that's happening. But there's several people. If me in my position is like, I'm not paying that shit. You know, there's people who aren't in that position as me and still want to go see him. And now you have people who can't come see you based on right. a fee that someone else created. It's not like it's the artist saying, I want people to pay this amount. It's, it's the promoters and the companies that are adding those fees. And sometimes the fees are unexplainable. They have a fee for a fee you know like it'll be like this fee and then a fee for that fee and it's like how does that make any sense you know it's pretty true to it's almost
3: unfair to the average person because you look look at like let's take for example taylor swift right taylor swift dropped her tickets and the biggest like fuck you was all these big companies bought all the tickets before any regular joe could buy them and they're instantly marked up so now taylor put the tickets out there for 150 dollars 200 dollars they're instantly now marked up to thousand mm-hmm. dollars, and Taylor's not even getting that cut. You know what's crazy? That happens to every exactly. every major
2: artist. For They're sure. doing that. And They're that's doing that with everything. That's what I, that say. And I
3: say. The way you're kind of doing it is literally decentralizing it because exactly. a ticket master can't be like, "Oh, I'm going to buy
2: $10,000 one dollar tickets." And, and work we've that way. we've like we've hindered someone believing that they can access your space just because they have more money than someone else. You know, like if a, so if a show, like we have offers for higher amounts, but if the show sold out because a bunch of people bought it earlier at a lower price, you just can't get it. And you can't buy your way into it. It's either I have to say yes or no, you know, and that's important for to kill that sense of hierarchy and allow everyone access. What, what inspired you to like go down
0: that path to create, You know, company as like this, like pay as you go concert. Like, what inspired you? Being broke.
2: (laughs) If you ever been broke, then that's all the inspiration you need to to change things to to make it make a little bit more sense. Yeah. (laughs) No, one
3: hundred percent. I want to kind of pivot a little bit because I heard a story that you funded your music career off the salary of being an engineer. Can you I wasn't that, an engineer. But can you just tell us that story? Yeah. I'm just curious on how yeah. that was. Yeah,
2: so I worked in the aerospace industry, and I started through, like, a tech—what's uh, 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 it called? A temp, a temp agency, and I started on the floor, and I just worked my way up, and I eventually got to the admin side and been able to work, like, contracts and sales orders and shit like that. And, um, yeah, I used all the money I used to make from there to throw my first show. Me and my pops went in together on it. I used my salary, all our first trips to LA, doing shows, marketing, running PR campaigns. Like it was my salary and just like the homies contribution. Some of our parents are here, give it, give you some dough to kind of keep going. Like it was really a community thing, but. You have to, you feel me? Yeah, if you no. want it, that's the only way. And I really wanted to quit my job. So everything I was getting from that job, I used to buy equipment and just fund whatever I needed. At what age did you know you're like, nah, like I'm just gonna
0: work this job because I know I can do it? Like what like how long were you doing it? At what age were you like, this is that this
2: is for for me? Man, um as soon as I entered the workforce, I knew I was a little bit different the job was never that important to me like whatever job I went into I was able to level up really fast because I I just found out everything to know about it and I did more work than than had like I started at UPS and I remember um I was with this one driver and we used to drop off packages and my ass would run (laughs) <laughs> to each door and drop it off and have back. you know we made it into a game which yeah. most people like when you get jobs they're just like they don't really want to be there yeah. and it shows and it reflects in that energy but my thing is like if I have to be here I'm going to go crazy while I'm here you know until I'm gone and every job I went to I just kind of leveled up and scaled and then when I got into the aerospace side it was just so much more range for me to grow you know and and it just I just took it on you got, you got into the UPS game a little early. Yeah. Should have came into a LA. late. Yeah, You'd be I, rich I as fuck now. I was making like $7 an hour when I was starting You missed UPS. the boat. <laughs> Amazon, Amazon
3: <laughs> hiked up all their pay- paychecks. Nah, they're, they're going crazy.
2: Man, I,
0: I have a se- completely selfish question. I'm going to be honest. Completely selfish. Who is an underrated artist from the West Coast right now in the game? That you are like, bro, how are people not like going all in
2: on this person? Shantae. Why? Shantae. Um, she's just better than everyone else. <laughs> like she's young and she's just better. Like her pen, her voice, her level of experience for where she is. It's, it's seldom you find people at 17, 18, 19 who can sing like they've been doing it forever like you know I've I've had I've worked with a lot of singers and seen a lot of different singers and there's like Things that they can't do due to their lack of experience, but she's young and she got it. And, uh, I mean, but she's not even underrated. She just has to do more work and eventually right, she's time hears it again. It and sees it. But man, we got a few on the coast that are just exceptional and it's just, they just have to do the work that's necessary for the world to embrace them. G- give a couple more. Cause I- I'm curious. Chante, I want to hear. Jose, Jane Hancock, Emma Gerson, Tessie, myself. Um, who else we got? I love the self yeah, shout out. That, right? I you must know, have got lo- You know <laughs> you got to get yeah, yourself. You gotta yourself in there. Um Rex Life Raj, Coney, The Boy, um Man, there's tons There's so many we would be finding so many gems. Can can I can I throw out two artist names
0: and give and will you get and will you give honest Come feedback? On. I want completely honest.
2: I'm going to I'm a get All it. right.
0: So th- they run as a pair though. So you can we can kind of associate well, them I together. Know who you are saying? Bino Rideau and Blast. What do you think about those two?
2: Um, I haven't really got into Bino's catalog. Like I've seen Bino's name and like heard a few things he's done with Blast, but I haven't got into his art enough for me to have a valid opinion. But Blast, uh, I love Blast. When Blast came out, it was like a. Yeah. All the homies was on him, for you sure. Feel me, and he and it was like it was partially coming out of COVID. So yes. everybody was like waiting for him to do his first yeah. tour in his show. He was uh, one of the artists that came back again. Where I was like excited to go see. I was like I can't wait till we go steam live. You feel me? So I think Blast is a really dope exception. Who who is someone that you who was a few West Coast inspirations that
3: like made you want to get into music? Because obviously there's some absolute legends. From right, the
2: so like who were you like Pac, really point inspiration? Of course, Pop. Uh Doctor Dre. When I was a kid, my mom uh, used to always watch the Up and Smoke tour DVD, <laughs> and great. I remember being a kid and I used to just be glued to the screen because they had like full production. It's one <laughs> of the reasons why I do my concerts the way I do it. But they had like like skits and a comedian come out and lowriders and it was bitches flashing their titties and it was like <laughs> it was like an it was like a experience you was right. just immersed in. Um Snoop, of course, Eminem, you know, Eminem's from Detroit, but he's yes, a West I Coast artist out. to me. For you sure. feel me? I mean, because yeah, because coming out Drake. with Dre. fifty yeah. cent fifty cents from here, but he's a West Coast artist, yeah. you know, by nature oh, just man. through Dre he was brought in. Um and then from the region, E forty and Two Short and Turf Talk, Keith the Sneak, uh, three times Crave, delinquents, all the all the homes and Richie Rich. Man,
0: th- does West Coast have the most legends in music? I think it's got to be up close because I mean Atlanta. Atlanta might have the f-
3: present, the present, day. Day. present, day. present day. I guess. I guess I'm the saying legends, legends yeah, is maybe. like
0: you've been doing it for.
2: It's either New York 30 or Thirty years
0: because
3: I
2: mean New York's yeah. got some absolute it, it, killers too. I think. Yeah. In terms of, it depends on how you quantify it. If you global legends, it'll probably go to New York, but the West Coast is is we a it's a tough. It one. Definitely it's definitely subjective
3: because it's like we're right? Kind of, it, they're different styles, so it's like it's def it's and definitely that and think.
2: that's what that's what does it because if you look at like whoever is the biggest most prized west coast artist right and then you come to the east and of course hove usually has that spot it's not always an in equal you know yeah, right. thing because of all that hove has done in terms of contribution beyond rap
0: i, I so i want to i, I want to spin it back into uh record labels
2: for this a second. is a great interview I appreciate hey, man. I appreciate doing that. The thing. Hey, I
0: appreciate that. Um, so I want to spin it back into the record labels. There's this up and coming record label. Could have been records. Have you heard of it? Yes, of course, what you, <laughs> man. Drewski has taken over the game. What do, you, what, what do you think he's gonna? What do you think he's gonna do with that?
3: Um. Do you first? Do you like his transparency, where he's like, "We're gonna show you how we're gonna fuck you." I love it.
2: I I love it because that's what they all need to do. The thing is, like, they all are like Drewski sometimes, but they hide it. (laughs) (laughs) My,
0: My my favorite thing Drewski's ever done was Meek Mill came out about he wasn't getting uh, money off his music, like from the platforms. Right. And Drewski quotes to He's like, man, come to been. We'll show you how we're fucking you.
3: It's <laughs> <laughs> just like it, it, it's really true. Right? I think what
0: he's doing is really cool, though, it's, for real.
3: That's definitely funny.
0: Um, I want to spin it a little bit for
3: people that are watching that don't know you specifically and kind of want to get put onto your music. Can you give me three of your songs that you think, like, show who you are as an artist, creator, like, do you have three songs in your catalog that you could say, like, these three are right now? And most artists are like, I got a bunch on release that's more me. But, like, currently, present day, right now, what are three songs that someone who's listening could look up and be like, get a real vibe for
2: who you are? Do That Little Dance, GT Cool, 2021 Freestyle. Bro, you had that shit ready. Yeah. That was, like, have, no hesitation. Asking, that you, was you, lesson, you were thinking about this shit Catalog, no, no, the catalog is just extensive. <laughs>
3: Also, we were talking to T. Walsh, and he talked about how you like to just put out music. Yeah. So, I, we were. Looking You've at, put out six projects, six this year. projects this year,
0: this year, and yeah. you said
3: that, and you might have said to him you wanted to put out eight in the whole year. Yeah. Which I don't know if you're gonna, you know, maybe you will get to that, but like, what's the what's the reasoning behind putting out so much music, or you know, like, are you like really against gatekeeping? Or are you like, no, I just I'm on all these different waves where I'm on this, I want to get it out onto the next one, out this, like, how are you feeling?
2: Uh. I just put out music that I love, and I happen to make a lot of music I love. So it's just, for me, it's like I got these 10 songs done, and I really enjoy them. I want to share them with the world now. There's really no... No No sense of me sitting. Yeah, Yeah, there's no need. You know, it's going to make me more money out into the world, and it's going to do me more justice out into the world. It's kind of like the Gucci main thing. Like he's been doing that for like thirty years. Forever. Forever. And and I look at like those early blueprints. Have always worked. And that's why I am where I am. Like if Lil Wayne didn't have the mixtape wheezy era where we was getting the droughts and the dedications and the no ceilings back to back yeah. to back, he wouldn't be where he is. Like For we sure. were able we were able to become a fan of him on a new level every day if every day you could listen to a different project by an artists and get different vibes and energy you won some artists just deprive us so much and it's That's, like I, and I it takes I, away from
3: greatness i think yes. because if you're gonna like i think part of being a musician if you're really is great selfless, yeah if you're the, really you great you
2: could score more than just you know two three buckets so
0: it, man, that this like made me think of this there's plenty of artists now that are big that haven't put out projects in years. Mm -hmm. How much do you think that affects their legacy at the end of the day? For like, Um, for like not giving their fans, you know, that music for three, four years.
2: I don't even think it's about giving the fans that it's, it's giving yourself that like, if you spend five years working on one thing, you may not be getting better. Sometimes we'll hear an album five years later from an artist, and it sounds like the last one. And it's because you weren't making enough fucking music. You have to do this often for you to improve. Imagine if Jordan had five highlights. He wouldn't be Jordan. We don't care that you did some shit five times. No one cares. You have to do that shit. LeBron just got, you know, acknowledged for scoring how many fucking points. That's how many points he had to score for people to be like, this is the greatest. You don't get to do that shit off 10 points. I think it's necessary. And for you to improve, you really have to do it. You're not sharpening your sword if you're not making, you know, getting it done. How, how
0: often are you in the studio oh, that's a great question that's where i was going like, i'm was not thinking...
2: in the studio often but i'm not like a studio like we cook at the bnb's and we be in the kitchen and just and fishing. wherever i be at the crib at home yeah i don't i don't record like every day and make songs every day but when i do record i do it in bulk like if if i'm recording for a few days i'm making 15 16 17 songs right right
3: and that, is there so you're doing it more in bulk. Is there a reason, like obviously just like your lifestyle is it easier just to bulk the songs out? Cause I I think like creatively, like when I'm making like me, like creatively, it's hard for me to bulk content because I'll be like, ah, by the time I made it, I'm like, this episode, you know, video one and ten, they're kind of similar. I don't want to
2: put it out. So like as a content creator, I've like found that bulking's not for me. But See like, the, with the content side is different because like we tried to do free game like that one time and make a couple of episodes yeah, a day yeah. and it was like nah yeah, I don't you, yeah. right. you, know, you might it, change how you right? feel right but about the music it's, it's, the music's it's, it's, different it's, it's, because, it's, it's, it's because there's a different beat and tone and energy it's, it's, it's to everyone it's, it's so you making my next song may be completely different, it's, it's, different from the first but like with episodes and shit like that I don't think that's a very different yeah you know it doesn't it doesn't it doesn't get it across the same but with music yeah um. I just make it in bulk because of the pace I move at. Like if you give me a three-hour block and another artist a three-hour block, we'll come with a different amount of songs. So I'm not making it in bulk intentionally. It's just I'm finishing them and I want to work on the next thing. Um, So we're at 137. We ask all of our guests that come in
3: here, what are you curious about that others wouldn't expect? Obviously, you're an artist. You create um, they create content. You do a bunch of different things. But someone who follows you, that knows you, what is something that you're curious about that others they wouldn't expect that you're curious about? Anything. Could be like knitting. Could be like, I'm really curious about the ocean.
2: Um uh, <laughs> I don't know. I know uh, you're curious
3: about something. And you don't gotta be, you don't gotta you don't gotta sugarcoat it either. It could be something crazy like
2: I got a conspiracy that the moon landing was fake. I'd be coochie curious. No, nah, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Elaborate, hey, Elaborate on that. Elaborate listen on you... that.
0: Listen. When you
2: laughed, when you laughed I was like, "Oh, this better be funny." When you laughing laugh in your head. No, um yeah, I don't be um I don't know if I, I if I I don't really spend too much time wondering you're just trying to execute. Um, yeah, shit? I just I be working.
3: I feel that. I respect I feel that. that. I feel that. What's what's on like your timeline? Like, do you like on on TikTok? Say, I don't even know if you got TikTok. Do you like on your For You page? Like, what are you seeing on your For You page? Like, is it coochie? Are you
2: looking oh, he's, at like more news? Smirking. There's got to be something. On <laughs>
0: you,
2: I, mean, I mean, you know, it's uh, it's a lot of tennis. It'd be a lot of pickleball. It'd be some titties. Really? Of course. Pickleball, pickleball, tennis, and titties. That's yeah. A range. That's a good range. There was I mean, more. There, don't stop me there. there, though. I'm not limited. It'd be rap. It'd be like freestyles and shit. Um, it'd be like painting videos. It's it's eclectic. It'd be a good mix of stuff. That's a good mix. <laughs> Let's get mixed But hey I,
0: it's, it's a real pleasure To sit down with yeah, you it's, this, this is awesome. a fun conversation
3: We're gonna have to we have to Get you back up New Mutual for bro, sure have to get you We back appreciate up. it bro Appreciate you Come on Thank you
1: That was great I gotta fight for my bones I gotta stack up this goal I tell you I'm on a roll About to get all this dope We ain't no fuck niggas no I swear to God we're the ghosts This in the story at told Man if you know then you know I never had to tell my dogs And we on not for greatness They pay for kidders They want money more than They want fake shit I swear we go so hard we on A-list I see my niggas prevailing We going hard for the ham We gonna stack till we jaded I just told my niggas that we on a mission Yeah, 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 yeah It's gonna be hard to get it We too apart for the misses I put my heart in my feelings On checks I don't even feel We bout about till we drippin' We bout about till we fall My emotions stay And I ain't never gon' slip And I ain't never gonna slip yeah. On by my mama my house, my house. Won't see my brothers if you rip I tell you I why, it. Watch me get my racks. And we bought so hard, they think my niggas selling crack. We was pushing packs for two six oh, oh, a pound. We was down, probably had some product in your town. But now we bang. Same straight for all my niggas, for all my fam. And I made about ten racks up off these features in the end For my grandma, ho, she know that this for you and you and him. For my brothers, for my family, for my mama, for I got my kids. I got a stack of this gold. I about to get all this dope We ain't no dope. fuck niggas, know. I swear to God, we the ghost This ain't the story they told Man, if you know, then you know I never had to tell my dogs That we on rough for greatness They pay for getters yeah. They want money more than they want, want fake the money, I swear we bankers. go so hard, we on A-list I see my niggas prevailing Be going hard for the ham We gonna stack till we jaded I just told my niggas that we on a mission Yeah, 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 yeah It's gonna be hard to get it so I applaud for the misses I put my heart and my feelings On checks I don't even feel We bought a butts, we drip. We bought a butts, we fall